Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harris here with the WPR Investing uh, Podcast. Hope you had a good day today. Good start to your week. You know, we came off a, a pretty pretty pathetic, right? <laughs> if I'm being honest, pretty pathetic September. Another horrible quarter marking back-to-back-to-back quarters that we finished lower in our markets in the U.S. here. Uh, so far, uh, this is through Friday at least. We had a great day today through Friday. The SV500 was down 24.8%. That is its fourth worst start in history, folks. NASDAQ, year to date, again, through Friday, down 32.4%. The worst start ever for the NASDAQ in history. However, things look better for the fourth quarter. Fact, history tells us that. We've got a lot of analytics on this. Number one, this is World War II. Only 1974 and 2002 have seen worst starts of the year for the S&P 500. And in both of those years, the markets finished sharply higher with gains of right at 8% into uh, year end. In addition, as we noted to our folks this morning, both the uh, S&P 500 and the Dow Jones have hit on the VR investing system, have hit extreme oversold on steroids. That is when you're uh, a whisper away from a sharp move higher and reversal higher. And of course, we got that today. Let's start there. Uh, why not, right? Good day today. Good way to start a week. Dow Jones today had been up as much as 905 points, but it still finished up 765 points of the day. That's a big 2.66%. Right there with it. Rust 2000, also up. 2.66% of a big 44 points. Right behind that, S&P of 100, up 2.59%. I mean, this is a strong day, folks, across the board. Up uh, 92 points on the S&P of 100. And uh, finally, the NASDAQ was, our, was uh, our laggard, still finished up 2.3% on the day, up a big 239 points. And uh, what we really like to see is our leading sector. It's the one you want to see. Semiconductors up 4% today. It's very good to see. Of course, this group, the whole market has been destroyed. Look, there's no, there's no mystery here. We're fighting three things. We're fighting the Fed. We're fighting the tape. And we're fighting Team Biden. That's a, that's a tough threesome to beat right there, folks. We've had a lot of, uh, a lot of correspondence from our folks of late <clears throat> asking the question or making the point that this feels like just more of the same, doesn't it? This feels like... The pandemic just is the, the intentional destruction of, 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 of coronavirus insanity continues. The, in this case, with Team Biden doing everything he can to hurt the U.S. economy and help hurt the markets. And with the Federal Reserve, you know, hiking rates in the face of a, a, a radically weakening economy that is clearly slowing down. The commodities have been crushed. Every possible thing the Fed would normally look at, now they're looking at esoteric things to see where uh, where they think inflation really is. In years past, they didn't do that. Now they're doing it. It does feel like, folks, it's hard to argue the case. It does feel like intentional destruction. It's, of course, a, a point that our good friend Wayne Allen Root has also been making for some time. However, however, we're bullish. This is a great time to be an investor historically. We're extreme, again, extreme oversold on steroids. We've just left the worst month of the year, that's September, now into the best month and the best quarter of the year, being in October and the fourth quarter. And uh, look, <clears throat> I, for one, do not believe that the Federal Reserve is going to crash the stock market as we head into the midterms. I think they're going to do whatever they can to help get the unit party friends elected. 
And I think we are looking at a very strong move higher in the month of October. And possibly even after that, if, uh, if we get as big of a red pill moment as I believe we're going to get. But for right now, we're focused on October, headed into the midterms, looking for a big move higher. Uh, under the hood today, again, very strong day today. Uh, NYSE had an 88% up volume day, not quite the 90% that would give us kind of an all clear sign, but very close to it. Also, uh, NYSE advanced decline today was 5 to 1 positive, very strong there. NASDAQ, 79% up volume, also very strong with 3 to 1 advanced decline. Uh, really, what kicked this off today was a very weak ISM manufacturing uh, data. And uh, that, that sent the bond market screaming higher, meaning rates going lower. The 10-year today, which had just hit 4% last week, today is now back down to a 3.6% yield. Uh, that's a very good sign. And, of course, on top of that, we also saw the U.S. dollar uh, continue to move lower. Uh, not, not, a, not a massive move lower today in the dollar, but you know what? We'll take it a half percent. Look, the dollar on Thursday flashed for the first time in a very long time. Last day, a sell signal. Last day, uh, 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 a uh, bearish engulfing pattern. That's what it's called, a bearish engulfing pattern. And typically, these mark reversals lower. It's held up so far. We'll see if it continues because, folks, here's the deal. If rates have topped and if the dollar is topped, this market is going to go higher. And global markets are going to be better for it. Commodities are really going to go higher. Of course, that happened today as well. In our sector watch today, all 11 S&P 500 sectors finished high on the day, led by energy and the move of a big move in oil. Uh, energy stocks down up today 5.7%. Materials up 3.4%. Technology up 3%. Again, 11 for 11 across the board. Very good day for all sectors today. In our commodity watch today, we had, uh, again, this was a very good day with this move lower in rates and, 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 and what looks to be a slowing economy. By the way, just so you know, the uh, betting odds are now back to favoring a rate cut in the first quarter of next year from the Federal Reserve. Rate markets have been pretty accurate. We'll see, what, see if this holds up. Uh, if nothing else, they should stop hiking rates and stop freaking out the world's economy uh, because their job is now done. And in my opinion, inflation has been not vanquished, but has peaked. And for that, it's time to move on. <laughs> it's time to move on, Fed. You've done all the damage you can do before crashing the system in the U.S. and globally. It's time for you to stand pat and let the free markets take care of the rest. Gold today, again, up in the, in the move, lowering rates and in the, in the move in, uh, in uh, lower dollars as well, up a big $35 an ounce today, a 2.1%. At seventeen oh seven an ounce, silver, uh, <clears throat> folks. This is I had to do. I had to double check this. Silver up nine percent today, up a dollar seventy one an ounce at twenty dollars and seventy five cents an ounce. You know, there's a lot of rumors going on. And of course, silver does lead. Silver does lead on big moves like this. It's a buy signal typically for the underlying gold and for the miners. We'll see if it plays out. A lot of rumors out there about a potential short squeeze here. Uh, copper today <clears throat> up a uh, two tenths, uh, just uh, just up fractionally at three forty one a pound, and finally uh, a crude oil. West Texas Intermediate again, big move higher on the uh, rumors of, uh, of 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 supply cuts by OPEC today. Crude oil up three eighty two a barrel. That's a big four point eight percent move higher today. Right now trading at eighty three dollars and and thirty one cents. Finally in the day, uh, Bitcoin up three hundred and five at nineteen thousand five hundred and thirty four.
Folks, always appreciate you listening. Have a, hope you had a great day and an even better night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.